What's up, folks? So we got a very special guest introducing the Men Millennial Manchild podcast today. Uh, she wanted to stop by and use my platform to, uh, you know, endorse her nomination for the Democratic Party in 2020, which I think is beautiful. She's finally hanging them up, folks. She's retiring. She doesn't need any further introduction. But without further ado, Hillary Rodman Clinton. Play my fucking song, you asshole. Oh. Hello, folks. I'm Hillary Rodman Clinton, and I'm here today to endorse absolutely fucking no one. I tell you what, I'm running again in 2020. Big surprise. I'm not going anywhere. I'm the best. I'm going to be the first female president of the world. Oh, Hillary, Hillary, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. We agreed you're going to come by and endorse my boy, Andrew Yang. This isn't cool. Ugh. I guess you just can't ever trust a politician, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But what's up, folks? As always, welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast, and I'm your host, Miles Casey. I hope you're doing well. I hope life is treating you all right. You know, it's not easy out there. It ain't easy just being a person. It ain't easy just surviving. You know, it's tough. It's not easy. You know, we didn't. Ask, I didn't ask for this. I don't know about you. I didn't. I didn't ask for this. But here I am, you know, just kicking along, doing my thing, trying to get through it all. And I think that's what most of us are probably doing, right? You know, just trying to do our best, whatever. But yeah, you know, today on the Millennial Manchild Podcast, we're getting a little bit political. Uh, my guest, Oren Rosenberg, the last time he was on, we actually talked politics, got into the nitty gritty details a little bit. It was a lot of fun. And we do that again today. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I did want to talk about one thing. Um, obviously from the intro, you can tell that I'm kind of joining the Yang gang, Yang gang. It's just fun to say that's the main part of that. But also, uh, Andrew Yang, he's running for the democratic nomination in 2020. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast this past week. And I have to say, I loved what I heard. It was great stuff. Great stuff. People, you got to check it out. Don't believe me. Don't listen to my words. Go hear his words because he'll articulate these ideas infinitely better than I can. Has a much better grasp. I have a tiny, tiny microscopic brain, so I uh, can't really do it justice here. But what I did want to say is like his ideas about the freedom dividend. You know, he wants to give every American citizen, you know, billionaire to the poorest, like, you know, homeless, whatever, a thousand dollars a month. It's called universal basic income, but he's calling it the freedom dividend because you know, Americans love freedom. You're right. That's what I'm saying. So it makes sense. You know, my, if he's going to call it anything, he should have called it like the fucking bald eagle apple pie eating fucking freedom dividend. And I've got a boner. I just, because of those, I just said that stuff together. And, you know, and I'm American. You, oh, instant boner. Woo, good thing you guys can't see it. But yeah, I'm just saying he, he has some great ideas. He wants to get on single payer health care, which I love. You know, having to worry about healthcare in today's day and age in the richest country in the world is fucking insane to me. If you're sick, we can't take care of you. It's like, okay, just go die. That's, I guess, how we're dealing with it now. But he had a lot of ideas that I really liked. You know, the Freedom Dividend being one, single health, uh, single, single payer healthcare is another. But he was talking about the numbers, folks. This is a guy who's not a career politician. He wasn't climbing his way up that fucking slimy, greasy ladder, just stuffing his fucking pockets with money along the way. You know, this is a guy who was an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, he has two immigrant parents. He created his own wealth. 
This is the guy who's the epitome of the American dream, basically. And now he's deciding to run for president because he doesn't like the direction the country's going. He sees into the future, you know, talking about automation, how many jobs like truck drivers, retail sales, all this stuff is going to be automated in the future. And the people on the bottom rungs of society are not going to be able to survive. And he's just trying to soften the blow. He's trying to prepare us for that. That's what this freedom dividend is. And I loved what he had to say. And I think you should go check it out because it was just, you know, he's talking about the numbers. He's talking about the economy. This is a guy who is very intelligent, not just some dude. You know, he understands how the economy works, which I can't even begin to understand. So, you know, just go listen to it. Give it a chance. Many people who voted for Trump are liking what this man is saying. Many people who, you know, voted for Bernie are liking what this man is saying. This is a guy who could potentially, you know, I don't want to sound like a fucking weirdo, but potentially reunite us, hopefully. Help bring us and lift us all up, you know. And he talks about how to pay for it and the numbers behind it and all that stuff that you're like, ooh, $1,000 a month? What is this, socialism? What is this? How are we going to pay for this? Everybody's going to be poor if we give everybody $1,000. No, 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 no. That's not what this man is talking about. Go listen to it. And he, like, again, he does a way better job of explaining it. He's smart. I'm tiny brain. I'm just here relaying that message to you that you should go check it out and be aware of Andrew Yang. Yang gang, son. Yang gang. That's just fun to say. I mean, I don't know if that's his, his slogan or what his little thing's going to be, but it's going to be that. I don't think he's going to have a choice. That's just too much fun. But, yeah, so we'll get into it today. I'll stop lecturing you. You're like, hey, man, you're fucking working at Starbucks and you're a comedian, bro. I don't need to hear your political opinions and that's fine that's fine we'll get into the episode today where we talk more about my political opinions and yeah so you know again big shout out to warren rosenberg it was great to have him stop by and uh be on the podcast and i think you'll enjoy today's episode so uh yeah without further ado we will get into it thanks for listening folks what would be the first thing you'd say to the last thing you would dream if you couldn't dream no more. Won't you please help me to understand? Is there no mercy in this land? No mercy in this land. Follow the river till the river ran dry. Followed my lover. Till we said goodbye Followed you through soldiers Who fire on command Is there no mercy in this land? So you get that Kanye West MAGA yeah, hat. Yeah. That was that was crazy. Was I didn't know what yeah, was going on. Was Hopefully odd. he's doing better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll go ahead and start her up here. Yeah.
What's up, Lauren? Welcome back to the hey, podcast. How you doing you, tonight? Thank you, sir. I am doing very well. Happy to be here. Nice, nice. It's probably been almost a year, I feel like, since we did this, right? I don't... I really... makes me uncomfortable talking about the passage of time. Makes me <laughs> feel old and think about death, so I don't appreciate yeah, well, that line of discussion. Well, that's too bad, because yeah. we're going to go... We're just... No, I'm just kidding. Okay. We're, we're yeah, diving guess, deep into the past. I guess I'm sorry. That was just weird, because you kind of have to acknowledge time passing... At some point, you know, because it happens and yeah, but it is yeah. you're right. Like I'm actually, you know, 28, approaching 29, and I can just feel like the 30. I don't know why. Yeah. It just feels different. I can see and it then, on the horizon. I'm like, there and you then are, everyone you son of a that's bitch. like way older is hating on you for being worried about that. Yeah, you yeah, know? like you, fuck you, you can't. And then young you. kids are like, I would love to be that age, you know. So everybody it really doesn't yeah. appreciate that. Nope. In society. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's funny that you say that. That's always what it is. Like when you're younger, you're like, oh, I wish I was older, so I understood this. And you get older, you're like, nobody understands this. Exactly. And then, and then you get really. And then you're older, and you have bills. And, and you're like, you, ah. And then you get uh, well. Then this actually leads into one topic that I I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because then you get really worried about the future because you realize. Um, Oh, like, you know, at least for me, it's like, oh, this is total chaos. Yeah, yeah. You know, nothing means anything. And, um, but there's real things like climate change that we know about because there's all sorts of ways we can know about that. So that's something to really be worried about because no one's going to save us from that. Well, you, well, obviously climate change isn't real because Trump tweeted that it's negative 60 somewhere. So that means yeah. climate change is false because, yeah, because all the climate sci- change and temperature are the same thing. All the scientists said that we would never feel cold ever again, that that's what global warming means is that <laughs> you will never again feel cold. Like you'll touch an ice cube and it'll feel like a lukewarm potato. Well, temperature is just a construct. Mm-hmm. It's not real. It's just made up, right? Yeah. Well, I don't, <laughs> well, I don't personally believe in science, so... <laughs> Science told me that temperature is like, you know, vibrating, you know, things, atoms. Yeah, yeah. So, but that can't be right because that's science and that's big science, you know? Yeah, well, it's funny that you say that because I actually was talking to somebody one time and this is the first person that I'd ever met that believed in flat earth chemtrails, you know, like you're just yeah, checking, good, checking yeah, all the boxes. Good shit, yeah. And a free thinker. <laughs> a free thinker, absolutely. Yeah. He's not trapped by the liberal media. Yeah. But, um... It was so funny because one of the things he said, I don't even remember exactly how he worded it because I was just like, I couldn't even believe that he said this. He said that science was made up because people at the top just put the numbers, the, the, they make up the numbers and we're not smart enough to st- understand them. So it's all just a facade and no. science isn't real. I mean, and I, you, and you I was could... like, did you take any classes at all? Like, Well, it's like you could be smart enough to understand it. You just have to put in <laughs> some time. Yeah, like yeah, that's really what it is. Like, I kind of know how to read like econ papers a mm-hmm. little bit because I went to grad school and I put in a little bit of time into it. So yes, I'm not yes. good at it. But it's like it's like anything else. If you work at it and you do something in life, you slowly get better at it. You start from being as bad as you could possibly be, knowing nothing, being worthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to being. A little bit not less worthless eventually with a little bit of work. One hundred percent. That's what so, all, that's what life is essentially. Like you start out as a baby, but I mean, fucking worthless. You know what I mean. But here's the th- here's the thing that bo- really bugs me about science is that if you if you yeah if you don't know anything then you see, you can sit down and you say oh my god I can't understand what they're saying in this paper, but that should lead you to believe that maybe they know something that you don't possibly. Yeah. You know well, because that's, that's kind of what science is. 
all about. Well, that's the thing. One of the like most famous quotes and whatever is like, the more you know, the less you know. Like right. Yeah. Like, so the more you understand, the less you realize. Oh, I don't have a grasp on most of this. Right. Yeah. But when you maybe have less of a grasp on things, you just mm-hmm. assume you know more because you say fuck it. Like, yeah. It's easier to have that mentality, and just you know, fucking go to my conservativeuncle.com and read all your fucking favorite little things or fucking conspiracy theory, whatever. Like, and you know, the earth is flat yeah. and people just eat it up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're victims of our own success because, you know, mm. for so long we've been able to advance technology that now we don't even realize how lucky we are to have things and how like if you were, if you were going to build your own iPhone, you would never be able to do it. It would be a piece of garbage. It would cost you a million dollars. You would be completely unable to do it. And it's like everything else in your life. Like I know this guy um, that did like a podcast or something where he tried to build a toaster out of like ore, you know? Okay. And a toaster is a pretty simple machine. It's not like a super, like an iPhone. It's like less complicated than an iPhone for sure. Yeah, a toaster. Can't even tell time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely not recording. I mean, video. I guess it, I guess it kind of could, could tell time if you're just toasting it every second, then you know, and you know how long, uh, <laughs> how, how long, long the toast cycle like is. Yeah. yeah, you know exactly. You could, you could kind of, but it's not very good for telling time. And, I think. And, we'll and agree. at worst, it's not very efficient either. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, time exactly. Like eventually, a and a half toast eventually, cycle. you get it's kind of hot. You know. Yeah. From all that time telling. It's not very mobile either. You're going to have to stay next to that toaster. But, um, yeah, the the, the point is, and it's like everything else, like the anti-vaxxers, all it is is that It's been real popular lately. All it is is that we don't, um, we have no humility and no appreciation Mm -hmm. for how we are given all these gifts through capitalism. I believe in capitalism. That's one thing I believe in. Yeah. Those of people don't believe in. It's very, it's a very, uh. Capitalism. Hot button subject. People exactly. get very yeah, especially in OB. You know, you better not wear a shirt that says capitalism on it. Oh yeah, the or yeah, you get egg thrown on you. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's capitalism plus like science stuff, and then now we have all these things that are so great that we can't appreciate how easy our lives are. And honestly, I can't stop thinking about at least for me. I mean, my life is you know pretty good, pretty easy right now. Yeah, yeah. Know? Well, I mean, so. you, you make an a, a interesting point, like, how, in a weird way, technology has almost made it, like, so easy to be alive that, like, you can just not we learn. We take it for granted. You can not learn anything and just be like, oh, there's fucking Google. And it's it, kind and of like, like, it's kind of stealing that um, Louis bit that he did on, like, Conan, like, years ago, right, about people... Wi-Fi on planes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, so it's the kind Wi-Fi of like the, is not working on the plane. It's like, bitch, you're flying through the air. Yeah, exactly. And like traveling. A, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Air travel is pretty nice. Like back in the day, they used to have to do an Oregon trail. Yeah, and he's like, you've died with Sarnia or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oxen, yeah. One hundred percent. I definitely prefer United to Oxen because they never <laughs> dragged me off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they, and it's like, you know what? It's like we. Pay, I mean, we that's what we pay United for is for to get dragged to, off by no, for them to control, they got to control the situation. And it's like if that guy had, I don't know what their reasoning was, for yeah, 
I mean, it's a bad look he... on both sides. I mean, if well, somebody like, tells me to get he... off a plane yeah, and they are clearly a figure of authority, if the cops, I'm going to leave. I'm going to get off. the cops were there. It was the cops that were there. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, all right, we're fucking. like, I'm going to fight the cops because I'm a. It's time to buckle down. Well, he definitely didn't fight. He just got. Oh yeah, no, but it's it's he got tossed. Well, yeah, it's fighting to not cooperate. Exactly, like he was like locking up his body. That's kind of resisting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's like, I'm a big fancy doctor, you know, <laughs> and that's what it is, man. We're all, we're all kind of anybody that I think really complains a lot, unless it, a lot of people, some people, let's just say really do have cause to complain. You know what I mean? If you got, if you got stuff going on in your life, but it's like, if you're like worried about what, like Jenny said at the tennis club and stuff like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, you, you just need to appreciate, you know, how good well, you just, have it. Yeah. It's just, I mean. People really don't have as much perspective as they should with all the way, like all the different ways to see into other people's lives and see what's going on in other parts of the world and realize how lucky we have it as Americans in general. Yeah. Even though it's like obviously it's not perfect. Obviously, there's a lot that can go better. Yeah. But we're not out here. A lot of us aren't out here like, where's my next meal coming from? What am I going to do to do this? Like, there are people like that here, but that's, you know, that's a much more real problem in a lot of the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like these first world problems that we have. But, I mean, when that's the life you're living, that is kind of all you know. So, I mean, it's not to, you can't really discount first world problems either because it's it's still an issue. Yeah, but it's like, I think, honestly, like, with, and I wanted to, like, kind of bring up, I feel like there's, like, um, a generational shift in the way people view certain topics. So, it's like, we have a... Like I feel boomers are like dominating right now. I feel like and like yeah, because they've been around the stuff. longest. They've gotten the positions of power. Yeah, exactly. They and actually so, have money. But like, if you look at younger generations, like younger conservative type people, still believe in like climate change being a huge issue that we're gonna need to deal with. Yeah, so yeah. So it's like ultimately, I have buddies that are very conservative and they think it's real. So yeah, yeah. So it's like ultimately, because we have to. I mean, that's yeah, that's straight up what it is, and it's just. If for whatever reason, old people didn't get it. Maybe they were just people just get set in their ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like climate change wasn't really being talked about when they were in their formative years. You know? Yeah. And they never got used to really thinking about it versus we did. You know? Well, and it's easier to just. It's also partly that a lot of them are addicted to fossil fuels. Like not that they know that they are, but like you see a yeah, new like, technology like wind power or solar power, and those should be. We should really be pushing all of our resources into that because it's renewable, it's good on the environment, it doesn't hurt the environment like fossil fuels does. Obviously, you can't get rid of fossil fuels, especially yeah. overnight, but you can do things to start promoting other yeah. energy sources, you know what I mean? And but we just... I can't, but you can't do like rolling coal with a, with a solar panel, though. <laughs> you can't roll a bunch of coal in someone's Well, yeah, face. but don't worry, we're going to have clean coal, that's going to be good, clean. right? Like, that's well, as long smoke. as it's a big black cloud of smoke that I can shoot out of my truck into someone's face you know oh well that's fun that's good that's just that comedy is. that's just no, fine that's comedy you have it's to have the good times fire. it's living life on your own terms yeah you know? that reminds me of kansas it's like exactly well it's like if i can't do that then this must not be america because yeah. i feel like that's why america exists is to do things like that yeah it's so you know? funny that you say that this it leads me to another little point like just speaking about america being able to do what you want yeah freedom of speech yeah we had uh this fucking dude <laughs> came to Starbucks yesterday. Oh, yeah. And he was throwing a tissy fit. Like, he came in and, like, 
he came in and you could just see like his energy was kind of weird and he mm-hmm. was carrying like a little loose leaf paper which i thought was strange because mm-hmm. who the fuck carries around just a loose leaf fucking perforated edges you know like yeah just like ripped it out yeah of the notebook. and he comes yeah. in and he starts going off <clears throat> on this tirade he's like howard schultz is running for president and he's gonna start world war three like that's his opening line to us mm-hmm. he's like he's gonna start world war three He's going to kill everybody. He's going to, you know, blah, 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 going on this, like, saying, this is very serious. Like, kept repeating that as if I didn't hear him the first time, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, telling us all to quit our jobs and Starbucks is a terrible company. He actually at one point told me that he's like, I don't even know why you're working here. It's a terrible job. You can go get $100 an hour anywhere easy. I was like, you're fucking stupid, dude. Like, $100 an hour. You don't think if I knew about a $100 an hour job that was out there easy to get, I wouldn't be there? God, you know, hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, that would and be he was nice. just out there, you know, literally with a loose leaf piece of was paper. Was he an older, older gentleman? I would say thirty-five. Thirty-five. Damn, that's not older. No, that's maybe like thirty-eight, the oldest. You know, Damn. and hundred. Why would you say a hundred dollars an hour? I don't know. What's going on? Because I'm like, if this guy's eighty years old, then I'm like, maybe he thinks inflation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like since I've been in the workforce, <laughs> it's like they used to pay. Must be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, this was, that is weird. They, uh, clearly, someone's deranged. This guy, he kept saying he's hundred dollars like, an hour would be pretty nice. That'd yeah, pretty I would. Like what I would have get. a real fucking setup for this podcast yeah. instead of what we got going on here. Yeah, but, that's, that's what like Bob Mueller gets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In yeah. yeah. but he was out there protesting, and it's so funny because he started out with like his loose leaf piece of paper that just said Howard Schultz on it. Yeah, as if that was gonna get anything done, and then like people were laughing at him. So he went across the street, bought a poster board, wrote on that like really? a message. And, uh, oh, damn, somebody just wants somebody really should be doing open mics. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, well, and I felt he bad. wants some attention. He does. I felt bad yeah. for him. I was like, man, he couldn't even get like one friend to show up, couldn't bring a dog with him or anything. He was by himself. And then yeah. the, the crazy part, though, is like after he came in, told us that he hated us and Starbucks, basically. Um, he fucking came back in at one point and was like almost in tears, watery eyes, like, and he's like, you know, I. I'm worried about, I fear for my life. Like, I tried to call non-emergency, 911 or whatever, mm-hmm. because someone said that they were going to pay a homeless man five bucks to punch me in the face, which I thought was hilarious. Well, why would you call non-emergency 911 if somebody's going to assault you? That's, uh, that's an that's emergency. That's real 911. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a real 911. And, and Who knows non-emergency 911? That's like a, isn't that like a full nine... Yeah, yeah, you have to Google that shit. You gotta Google that shit. I would never die (laughs) if I was being assaulted. And and he he came in, he was like almost in tears. He was like, you know, I think I might get stabbed. I might even get shot. And I was like, this is the most drama. This dude's a drama king. Like, I couldn't believe it. He was in here. He he asked me. Yeah, well, he needs to probably go see a therapist. But he. Well, everyone in the open mic. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yes. But uh, he. He couldn't, um, he was like, he wanted me to call the fucking non-emergency and get the, be on the line. And oh call my God, them. so you got I'm like, dude, I am working a fucking job. Exactly. What do you, you want me to be like, oh no, sorry, sir. Uh, you want coffee? Uh, you know, that guy out there that's protesting Starbucks that hates us. Yeah. I'm really trying to make sure he's okay. That's one of my I mean, number one priorities it, right now. He's a grown man, but I'm going to take care of him. Like, Why would you call the cops on him? He's not black. Oh, yeah, that's Starbucks' is MO, man. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, now we have Sorry, to, that was cheap. Now, that, now, was, well, that was... And now it's just like a shit show. That was beneath show. me. Well, now it's a shit show because since that happened, 
like, oh, dude, this is a great one. So I've already told one story about a guy snorting meth in the Starbucks lobby. It happened again yesterday. Yeah. Literally yesterday. Snorting meth. So not even like over, like, you know, out of the view. We can't really see him because he's like in the lobby or whatever. Mm -hmm. He was right right in front of us on the condiment bar where there's like cream and sugar and the little trash cans. He was waiting in line was to it go. Like, to... It was like crystally. Oh yeah, it was. Damn, it was crazy. extra crystally. Dude, the only thing I know in my life about snorting meth is <laughs> Tuco on Breaking Bad. That's the only reference for snorting meth yeah. I have in my life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not a good place to be. Obviously, you don't want to. But he. he it couldn't... seems like it's not fun to snort because it's a crystal and it's literally. Oh, it can't be good. That has to Dude. fuck your shit up. Holy fuck. But apparently it works because this guy was like, he was trying to get into the bathroom Mm -hmm. and couldn't, (laughs) he couldn't figure out how to get into the bathroom because he obviously wanted to do it in there. Yeah. Like a smart man, you know, go in there. Maybe someone was in there already. But he, he couldn't get it to work. So he's like, he was telling my coworker, he's like, no, 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 just let me do this right here. Let me do this right here. And he like ran on the condo bar and they're like, dude, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. And he was like, yeah, the dirty fucking, there's cinnamon powder and fucking nutmeg. Well, not the I'm not worried about the... Cinnamon powder getting in his nose. I'm worried about getting meth. All we obviously fucking... wipe it down after the fucking dude's gonna. Well, on the, on the half and half, <laughs> the creamer. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe you get a real jolt. Fuck the coffee. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like that's your next level know. caffeine fix Dude, right there. I, uh, you haven't you haven't drank meth, have you? No. No. Absolutely. I feel not. like it would taste very poor. I feel like it'd have a real poor flavor to it. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, not plant. It's white trash incarnate. Like. Dude, it's like it's got like aluminum shavings in it or something. I don't know. It has like, like chlorine I, probably and bleach. Like it's not good. Well, I, I'm pretty sure from Breaking Bad once again, referencing. You're, I think there's an aluminum shavings. There's like the the tips of matchsticks or something. Oh, nice. Tips of well, matchsticks. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I regularly crush up the tips of matchsticks and just hit a nice line to get me going. Well, that would be sweet to like get a bunch of that and just light it on fire. That would be fun just to see you like. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Fucking it's just it's so weird working at this Starbucks because I have like eight jobs. You know, I'm a barista. I have to fucking deal a homeless liaison, a storage unit operator, a fucking mental institution orderly, a fucking nurse. I have to call 911. I'm a security guard. It's like, yeah, pay me more Starbucks. That's what that's my only qualm with Mm -hmm. this Howard Schultz guy. Like, yeah. He, he lets well, anybody he in there. He doesn't run it anymore. I know. Though. He can't pay you anything. No, but he he still is getting plenty of money. From oh, Starbucks. he probably I'm got sure a nice severance. He has majority shares and all kinds of fucking oh, stock options he, and shit. Like, he's getting paid. Absolutely. But he so, can. But he's not going to. He's not going to have any say in anything. He's, but he's not going to give you any of that. No, of course yeah. not. He's. I mean, he's Daddy Fasax. It's like it's so funny that people, like, it's hilarious and there's so much ego involved for this guy. He's like, you know what? I don't like that billionaire guy, but I'm a billionaire guy, and I think I can do it better than that billionaire guy. Like that's what he—that's how he pictures it in his head, right? Well, these like, days you have to be a billionaire. Well, of guy. course, because how are you going to yeah. afford a campaign? Exactly. <clears throat> how are you going to afford to just take a bunch of time off and you know make money for other people that you can't really touch and put your family through a bunch of garbage, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, then like, and then your wife has to quit her job if you win. Yeah. Good thing Milani didn't didn't have. I mean, what was she doing? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but that's true. I mean, yeah. what really? What was she up to? She, I mean, ra- raising Baron. Would she 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 can continue the most difficult job in the world? Yeah, being a mother. Being a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, can I just say, here's what I want to say about Howard Schultz and all of them and everything, is that um, 
it's it tires me it makes me feel very kind of um upset and unhappy when people are just too into their own thing mm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah so it's like especially um for like liberals for who they want to be president <laughs> or whatever it's like i enjoy a spirited debate and it's like people can argue and be like we should do this for, for that reason blah, blah blah but it's like at the end of the day it's like Whoever is wins on the Democratic side, we're gonna like them more than Trump. I guarantee it. I like all of them more. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a great lot point. More, you well, know, that's the thing. It's like so. Just... It's like so. It's it's like be for your person, but then it's like at the end, don't be a freaking, you know, not to throw around slurs, but don't be a Bernie bro about it. That's my know? dude. But no, I voted for Hillary, but that's my dude. Okay, but so if you vote for Hillary, then you're not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the the type of Bernie bro. That especially rather watch it burn or vote for yeah or just vote for Trump. Those you, were those were not that many. I don't think there was that or many or of didn't those. vote for Hillary. Because, Either of those because two. if you go from voting for Bernie Sanders to saying fuck it I'm voting for Trump, there the mental gymnastics and the craziness that in your head you had to go through to get to that point blows my mind. Like yeah, I don't, they're they're pretty different. They're pretty but, different types of people. Yeah, I know? mean for sure. But yeah. I don't know. It's. It's all just exhausting for me. Like, I, I, I really just don't keep up nearly as much as I used to, like I said. Well, I, I it's think... It's been nice for me to honestly, ease back. Yeah, and it's like, I kind of take a little bit of pride in the fact that we went, we were going for like a few, a solid few minutes before we even brought up Trump at all. I feel yeah. like that's pretty good, right? We did a good job. Yeah, that's because true. it's like, I am tired of talking about him. It's like, it's not fun. It's boring. It's the it same is boring. Old, it's boring. It's the same old thing, and it's like he is—he is what he always has been to me, yeah, which yeah. is an entertainment figure, mm-hmm. and he's playing a character, and his character is not going to ever change. So it's the same old character, and you know, yeah, there's pulling no us out of—it's mean, it's continuing to be horrible sh- things. I was like pulling us out of an arms treaty, where yeah. now there's going to be more uh, like an intermediate missile. Uh, arms race that's not good for anybody yeah, you know uh, so I these mean, are things we're going to be dealing with and, and i mean that's just the nature of the beast at this point because he's just been doing that type of stuff like he he, he seems to <clears throat> enjoy the idea of weapons and especially nukes so he he's like i think commissioned building some more like tactical nukes like really yeah. small scale nukes so that we can maybe use them like that's what he wants to see i know? do yeah i mean that's the last thing I would, I just do not understand any of that, like having reopening like an arms race or the Cold War, whatever you have. Like obviously, it's not necessarily the Cold War because well, Putin would Trump's Putin. fucking, fucking Putin. Yeah. So no, no, but this is the best type of Cold War because the Russians are like kind of winning right now. Which is nice. It's a nice change. That's of the pace. best kind of cold war. That's not the best kind of cold war in my mind, but I know no. what you mean. It no, does. because it's a it's a nice change of pace. It's like it's a nice they've been able. It's like if Amer if we if it the the uh, tables have been turned and we were kind of given one to Russia, then that would be kind of boring because they've been the bottom for kind of like a while, like You're our whole lives basically. So it'd just be more of the same. But now Russia's giving it to us. The tables have turned. What a what a fun little uh, ooh the drama. The yeah, suspense. exactly the drama uh, of history. That because I uh, ultimately, what it seems to me about the whole investigation thing, I saw somebody comment on it on this in the news is that the the full story is going to be something they thought 
there's going to be something like the Russians handed Trump the election somehow. You think so? Or there's well, going to be some kind of proof that, so that it turned. I guess that, we can, that leads us to, since we're talking about Trump and the Russians, like, do you, like, I still, until I see that motherfucker in handcuffs and it's blasted everywhere, I don't think he's going to be arrested. Me personally, like, I know it's getting closer, like, six people around him have been taken in and... Roger yeah. Stone just got arrested, and I mean, here's the thing. I, I just don't say. see it happening. I really don't. Here's the thing. I would say it's like you know, Trump. It was elected as a businessman, like a business leader, right? Like a guy who leads people, leads teams, you know. And like every business leader has people working for them, and they're responsible as the leader for the work of those people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if those people are committing massive amounts of crimes in collusion with Russia. Isn't that kind of on you a little bit, at least? Or, like, even if you didn't know anything about it, it's like, okay. I, so so your subordinates are committing crimes and you have no knowledge of their crimes. That at the, I, don't, I don't need him to go to jail, but it's like, how about let's talk about what a bad leader he is then mm. for having that happen on his watch. Yeah. And I guess to play a little bit of devil's advocate, like... I mean, he should know what his, like, campaign manager, like, the people that are directly can talking to him and his son or whatever it may be, like, mm -hmm. probably know what they're up to. But, yeah. you know, he is a busy man who is running a fucking campaign, a crazy, crazy yeah. campaign. It was a crazy campaign. Nobody has ever done what Trump did. That, that's the only yeah, credit he, I can give him. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, At that scale, it, it no a, po political background, like, he changed the game. Like, now everybody thinks they can run. Yeah, but, I mean, ultimately, sure. But it's like the fact that he had a smaller number of people working for him should mm. mean that he has more oversight over the people that are working for him because there's less of them. So why are they slipping through the cracks more so than like on a conventional campaign? So here's what I would say about that to a certain extent, because I don't disagree with you. But yeah. one of the things that I always like that pops up in my mind is like, OK, either Trump's a dumbass, which people say Trump's a dumbass or he's a genius. He's not both. Right. No, he could be both. You think so? Yeah, he could be. Because, like, that's the be. thing. It's like people say, you know, either, you know, Trump's a dumbass because he does this, 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 you know, whether it's about global warming, a tweet, and then, but somehow there's no real great direct connection to him. Like, is he a mastermind in that sense with the Russia thing? Or like, he could have been lucky. Oh, okay, he maybe. He could have been lucky. But here's the thing. It's like, he, when you look at real, like, hardcore businessmen, CEOs, like mm -hmm. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs, guys like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of them. It's like Trump is nothing like them. Mm. They all have an extreme work ethic. You yes, know? yes. And Trump has certain talents. He has talents. Yeah. That's not the same as work ethic. That means that there's some things he can do intuitively. He mm. can wing it pretty good. He's an entertainer. He knows how to play to his strengths. Yeah, he knows <laughs> that he knows how to play to cameras. He knows how to yes. how to do get a crowd excited. How to yeah, he knows how to do he knows how to work a room. He knows how to get simple messages out and how to do kind of messaging. Yeah, yeah. But he, he And but how he, to be the thing that people want to talk about. Yeah, but he, but he doesn't have he doesn't have work ethic, so he doesn't have any um, depth. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he did mm. like he's not studying like a lot of a lot of guys who are at really high level or people, not just seem... dudes, people, men and women who are mm -hmm. high level, um, like read things. Yes. Well, it, it does seem like, you know, like, sure, maybe he made some good business deals, whatever. I don't know his history, but no, there he is inherited a lot... 400 million dollars. Yes. Yeah. And and 
there's a lot of super scammy type of things that he got his money on. You don't see Jeff. He scammed. Yeah, he that's scammed what I mean. Like and, he has multiple bankruptcies, scams, not paying and people. And he inherited at least, I think maybe more than in inflation adjusted. Okay, uh-huh. this is like seventy dollars, four hundred million dollars. It's not that hard to become a billionaire no. if you start out of four hundred million in the seventies. In the seventies, no. Because at that point, just like if you put because your New York to like real estate was S&P cheap back fund, then, you're good. New York real estate yeah. has blown up since then. It's insane. You can if you were investing in New York real estate, which he was in the seventies, you should, and you had four hundred million to start with. You should have a billion by now. If you don't, that's just super weak. It's almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. It's almost actually not possible. It is pretty wild. Yeah. So, um, but it's weird. I mean, again, we don't even know how much money he has because he never released his tax returns. We're not even talking about that. So much crazy shit has happened. We've given yeah. up on that beyond belief. Don't even think about it anymore. Like, yeah, but it's like I'm already. I'm like, look, all I can. You think about, he wins again? That's a, a. He easily could. I think I mean, he could too. Well, yeah, he's the historical precedent is that it's it's hard it's, it's not hard to, to get reelected. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. You have the an advantage from the being incumbent. incumbent. Yeah, but um. So I'll, all I care about is like, you know, I would like him for, to not be elected again. I think it should reflect on him poorly as a manager that he had a giant criminal conspiracy that kind of ensnared um, his entire first term. Yep. Um, that was under his watch. Plus, I think that's kind of like a red flag for me. Plus the longest shutdown recently. One of the longest shutdowns. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was poor strategy. Which is a leadership thing again. Yeah, poor strategy. I mean, poor decision making on a lot of fronts, you know. Uh But like the fact that he had a giant criminal conspiracy happening on his watch involving several different people, all of whom are in jail um, or have been arrested. Because they're all, most of them are out on bail. Well, not all of them, but. Yeah, um, Manafort is in jail and and he has anxiety and gout and he's in a wheelchair. What? Yeah, he's not doing well. Wow. Yeah. He's fucked Paul... up right now because of that shit, huh? Yeah, that's Paul Manafort. And the thing is, Trump could pardon all of them, right? Of course. But once he pardons one of them, I don't know what happens then, you know? So I think on his on the way out, I honestly think there's going to be... If, if it's looking like he might not win. Well, I mean, or or if he, or if he doesn't get reelected not... uh-huh. in, his, in his kind of lame duck period. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He could do that. But... That would be kind of rough. That would be a little rough. But, you know, at least he wouldn't be president anymore. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. I will take it. I don't know. Like, it's one of the things that's weird to me, too, is like, like obviously, I don't want the people who are running for president colluding with the Russians. That's not good in any shape or form. But it's yeah. also weird how, like, I feel like when I saw that Roger Stone got arrested... People are like, yay, yay. People were like cheering that he got arrested. I'm like, you're happy about, like, like. Well, uh, I mean, it's nicer. You know what? You does know that what make sense? Thing? Like, I, it just, yeah. it's a weird yeah. thing for me to see people cheering about an old man who, sure, I don't like him. Sure, I don't agree with him. Sure, maybe he did some illegal stuff. Obviously, something happened. But... I think, honestly, I think for one thing, Roger Stone is kind of a piece of trash. For one, but two, the one thing I would compare it to is I remember when, remember when Bin Laden got killed yeah. and everybody was celebrating that. That was for me was way worse because that's like, first of all, nothing is really that much better that Bin Laden is dead. He wasn't, he wasn't oh, the like... source of all our problems. One, <laughs> yeah, and two, we're celebrating us killing a guy. It feels a little weird. 
Yeah. You know, I yeah. guess, I mean, at the time after 9-11, I did kind of, I was very angry at Bin Laden. Of course, you know? how can, who was but, it? But I'm not going to celebrate us killing him, yeah. especially I think not I several did. years later. I must admit. Yeah, you did that. I was in a fraternity. Yeah. <laughs> so. I forgive you. There I'm might just, have been. I'm sorry. This is, this is an unpopular opinion. No, but, it's you not. Know. You're not wrong. I, right? In, because in it's many like, ways. I see, that's what I would compare the Roger Stone thing to. He's like, Roger Stone, at least, you know what? He led a good life. It's like you break, you break crimes, you got to go to jail. Sorry. Yeah, and yeah. he's not in jail now. But Roger Stone all right. never killed, was responsible for orchestrating an attack on, was he? He wasn't like a general <laughs> or like a, I don't know much about Roger Stone, to be um, honest. Roger like, Stone, nah, I mean, he just, he's just a guy He's always likes, been a fucking political guy, kind of yeah. like in the mix whatever right he's doing like, he's doing what they call dirty tricks he's like a nixon guy so. okay was was he like around back then even like he's mm -hmm. obviously old he was spot. yeah he was he was a, a young up-and-comer back in the nixon oh, days okay and he got pulled before so he learned all the fucking tricks of the trade early exactly. well saying. it's no it really is kind of a beautiful um sort of like connection between nixon all and of this to, yeah. yeah it's actually that'll be nice in the history books too that's that interesting kind of, kind of one guy or i mean i don't know what manafort was doing back then i forget but um but he was know, also there was black manafort and stone was the um kind of his political consulting group that they created mm -hmm. to kind of do all their dark dastardly sort of things yeah and yeah they kind of changed the whole game in washington for a while that's interesting and um the guy black uh I guess he's feeling pretty lucky. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No I don't shit. think I don't think there's any talk of him doing anything wrong. No, he's like, goddamn. He's dude. like, I'm getting out. I thought yeah. Nixon should fuck Manafort, me up. <laughs> I mean, he got out a while ago, but it's like, you know, he's looking. He's looking like, like coming out the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's it's wild. That's one thing I think I've mentioned maybe on the podcast before, but like. The fucking Democrats are just terrible at politics, dude. They're like, the they do worst, not yeah. know, like, whether or not well, they have it, policy and fact or whatever you want to yeah. say that you think is right about the Democrats. Yeah. It's like, no, but here's the, here's they're the thing. terrible at it. They always just, the Republicans are like, just fucking just kick you yeah, in the just dick and it. walk away. They don't care. Like, they're like, ha, 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 we just are better at this. Yeah, like, own the lips. But, like, um, the thing, I this goes back to what I was talking about, I know, last time, too. But it's like, Everything in politics stems from the people, you know? So you think about liberal people, you think about everyone with an axe to grind and they all have their little thing and they're like, I want to do my, my thing is more important than your thing, you know what I mean? And oh, yeah, I believe in this. And it's like, so that was what I was kind of talking about before about let's just all get together with whoever ends yes. up winning, you know what I mean? Is like, that's what the conservatives do that make them successful right. that we don't do right. is we all have our own stupid little fucking thing and it's like you know what it's like <clears throat> i don't believe i'm a liberal i'm a center leftist i'm a liberal not a leftist uh -huh. and so i don't like bernie and stuff and i so i don't believe in certain things mm -hmm. like the minimum wage and i'll talk to leftists mm -hmm. about all the things that i disagree with about what they believe and show them why i believe it and then most of the time what they'll say is just like, well, yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And they'll just, you know, and it'll be like, so, you know what? It's like if you're a leftist and you believe like, oh, the reason that we're losing is because we're not left enough. We need to be more left. Everybody <laughs> believes no. what we, everyone wants to be more like us. It's like, you know what, dude, maybe we have a genuine source of disagreement. And so if we win, don't cry about it and take your ball and go home. 
yeah. and give it back to Trump. And that's, you know, that's, that's what I, point. that's what I care about. I think you you're know? right on that in many ways. I like, I completely agree with that. Like, and there's a term for it actually, like what you're talking about. It's like the narcissism of small differences. Yeah. So what they do is even though these people over here on the right are so far away from anything, yeah. but then there's somebody that's like adjacent to you on the, but disagrees with one thing. Yeah. Oh, burn that bridge. That yeah. bridge is done. That person, it's either all or nothing. That all or nothing mentality is trash. And yeah. it does fuck up the left a lot, basically. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the um, Monty Python made fun of it on the, have you seen Life of Brian? Yes. <laughs> Remember yes. how they were like, where how he was like, we should be united against our true enemies. And they're like, what, the Judean people's friend? And he's like, no, the Romans. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? yes, yes. Right? That's 100%. like exactly what you were talking about. It's so good. And it's like, yeah, oh my God, dude. It is timeless, amazing. Timeless, comedy. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. timeless. But it's like, um, that's, yeah, that's what I care about. Because it's like, honestly, and I've said this the whole time. I said this in 2016 too. I don't care. I don't care who wins. The president is not that important that we should focus all of our energy on uh-huh. them. You know, Congress is, could actually do way more. Like the whole thing with the shutdown, you know? Yep, yep. Congress can override the president. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all they needed was enough votes. So it's really, the, you don't need the president there, mm-hmm. you know? It's yeah. just people are just... I mean, that's the checks and balances. That's the brilliance yeah. of the American democracy. Yeah, yeah, like. exactly. So it's like... Um, you know, if enough people really don't like the shutdown, then it doesn't matter what party they're on. You know what I mean? But it's like in this case, nobody, that's all anybody cares about is who, who the president is. And that's why Congress is all messed up because... It's kind of been that way a lot, though. We've always looked to that one guy. It's weird that as a group of 300 million people, we're like, what's this guy got to say? Yeah, like, I don't know if... if strange, back, right? I don't know if back when Congress was good... Was it just because they happened to be good and no one was paying attention anyway? You know mm, what I mean? Maybe. You know what really the issue was? Was that um, John McCain and people like that uh-huh. um, back in, uh, you know, a few years ago, they were going after um, what did they call pork barrel spending. You ever hear about that? N- not necessarily. Yeah, pork Explain barrel. That a little bit. So it's like, um, it's like I have a bill. I want to get a bill passed. And you stuff and full I, of... Yeah, I need some. I need some votes, so I stuff it full of money for people whose votes I need. Okay. Yeah. Like this and guy I, wants like, this thing, so we'll put that exactly. little sneak in there. You scratch he's... your back. You scratch my back. I'll scratch your back. That type of thing. Yeah, That's yeah. how people got deals Ugh. done. And so John McCain and other people was like, "This is terrible." Blah blah blah. So they got rid of that, and now nobody can get a deal done. It's impossible to get a deal oh. done. Yeah. So and that's I'm, why Congress is so fucking just a standstill. All the exactly. Time. And trash. it's like it used to be like people doing that just all the time, just wheeling and dealing. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what it was all about. Wow. OK. And that's why things were actually able to get done. That's interesting. Yeah. Even though in a weird way, I and then almost people decided, agree with him. But then you think about it now that nothing's getting done. You're like, exactly. Oh, well. And that's why we, everybody needs to think about un- it's like so important to think about unintended consequences. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like. And it's something most people like. It's a great phrase. I always forget about it. But yeah, you're right. Unintended consequences. It's like when you, if you're like managing something that's big, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, I feel like, at least for me, like I haven't managed anything big. I've managed small things and really messed them up royally. You know? <laughs> and then you realize, oh, you know, it's like, it's hard. And there are unintended consequences. There are things that you don't foresee that come up. 
And that's the case when you really want to get at anything in life. Yes. You know? And maybe some people kind of forget that and they act like everything's so easy. Mm-hmm. Like when, you know, some maybe sometimes when people criticize the government because the government doesn't have a profit motive that kind yeah, of drives yeah. it towards success. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of even our job to make it work in a way, you know? Well, that's why it would be nice if, you know, people actually voted and were, were, were responsible for democracy. Yeah, voting, and is like, and... voting is like the bare minimum, though. It's like everyone should vote at least. And then there should be people who are like, it's like, because, and this is something that um, this comedian, I don't know if you know him, Jordan Parker. Who, yeah, who yeah, used yeah. To be, uh, Daily Show same. correspondent, right? No, no, no. no. He, he used to be like a local uh, oh, comic no. around here. Oh, is he, he like, a lawyer away. guy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know him. Yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. And so we were talking about on Facebook about um, how like cynicism is kind of cowardly in a way. Like the whole, because the whole thing I've been hearing my whole life is like, oh, like all sides are corrupt and it's all just bought and paid it's like for. like the easy way out to say that. Exactly. And you can't ever change anything out. The corporations will stop, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, it's the easy way out. It's the way to kind of sound smart without having to know anything and always mm. kind of sound like the guy who's really got it figured oh, out. Oh, he's tuned in. He's the rebel. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's like um, when things don't work out, you can point and say, see, you know? Yeah. But it's like... It's easy to just say, yeah, exactly. sit back and just point at things. Oh, look at yeah. me. Oh, yep. Right and it's again. like what's what's really kind of brave is to say... Well, here's what I really do want. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Here's the thing I would like to see government actually do. Because if enough people said that, it would actually like li- literally happen, yeah, I yeah. think, given our current system. like There'd have to be a switch in consciousness or something, though, with how our society is because people are not no, tuned in. I don't well, think. yeah, but I mean, it's like, not like that. there are some people, like, lately, there are more people, like, calling congressmen, I think, like, blowing up their phones. That's true. If you call a congressman and blow them up and say... I want this idea done. Like one idea that I always had that I like to get out there because it's strange to me is the way budgeting is done in the federal government. Mm -hmm. And I think it's similar in companies and I would encourage companies to stop doing this as well is your budget this year is determined is like predicated on you having to spend all of last year's money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it encourages you. So you can like save money. You could like try to be cheap and save money for like eight or nine or ten months, mm-hmm. and then when you're getting down to ten months, then you're like, oh my, oh my god, I have all this money left, and then that's why government. There's been scandals before because some of these agencies will go and throw like some kind of lavish, stupid <laughs> thing just to spend their money so they can get their money back, and it's wow. like, why don't why don't we take that money? Why don't we encourage them to save and then say, and, and then say, okay, all that savings. You can take half of it and put it in a, in a rainy day fund for when revenues dry up, and the other half will refund to people. Yeah. And then that way you're like encouraging government to be more efficient rather than encouraging them to be less efficient. That's a great point. Right? I mean, and that's one of the things, like, to me as a fucking simpleton who really doesn't know much about government, but like that right there, that makes complete sense to me. Like, yeah, yeah they... If you spend that money, then you're going to get that same amount. So you want to make sure to spend it. So they do some dumb shit to be like, well, fuck it. We got to get the, we got to get the budget out there. And that's a, this is something that literally does, wouldn't cost anything for the government to implement. It would save them money. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if you're really into small government and saving money and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, there's no reason everyone couldn't get behind that. But it's like, that's the point is everyone should be like, if more people were like, 
doing like just putting ideas out there even yeah, you yeah. know what i mean even in this small way not saying like oh look at me i'm so great that i, <laughs> that I you know threw that idea out there yeah. but it's like you know i just i like i don't feel like i can really get that idea done i don't feel like i personally have the pull in congress of course to get that idea done but i think it's a good idea so maybe if more people had started talking about it maybe someone who knows something could actually get it done would actually hear that yeah you know? so that's why i say it yeah because i'm just i might be you know farting in the wind but this is yeah, talking this under is the abyss I, yeah this is what i feel like i do i mean you know no i'm not saying your podcast isn't very successful no i mean it's honestly everybody should listen <laughs> yeah better yeah. listen yeah but you know it i don't know it's it, it is it's funny like when you talk about like farting into the abyss or whatever but like yeah. Fucking, that's what Winston's is. Sometimes you're doing jokes just out there to the abyss too. Yeah. It's like it's a wild time. And I love my my new bit that I've been working on is kind of about that. About that. Yeah. Doing... About just how people waste time. I like to call attention to people wasting time because it really is. It's the most terrible thing that everyone does all the time. It you know? is. Right. It it's is. like, but you see, because but then you you put yourself into anxiety because it's like, what are you supposed to do? Like make every moment count yeah right <laughs> yeah. you can't do that you'll be exhausted so it's really kind of an unachievable like perfection you just have to have a balance and 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 probably less wasting time than more yeah or you just honestly like i had a friend who had a lot of really weird ideas like not quite flat earther but like you know along those lines mm -hmm. but one thing that he idea that he did say that actually was kind of right is that ultimately you just kind of need to be okay with yourself and the way things are. You know? Yeah, I mean... Because you... it's like, you know, it's like you can worry about finding the... Like, even if you're saying, okay, I don't need to make the most out of every moment. I just need to find a balance. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, it's like, well, then you can obsess about finding that balance perfectly. <laughs> it's like, are you ever really balanced as good yeah, as you can? That's a great you point. know, so it's like ultimately... You just have to be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter. You're right. Learn how yeah. to roll with the punches uh, and fucking I guess. fly on the... I just, I think maybe I overthink things sometimes. Uh, I think <laughs> I might have a tendency to do that as well sometimes. Yeah, right? A little bit. Yeah. I just like the, you know, it's, it helps to pick it apart, you know? Yeah, I mean, right? that's part of being also like how a, a comic's mind works too. It's just like yeah. you, you fucking nitpick at little things. And exactly. Start going well, that's, yeah, that's where the, the comedy comes from, like my... um. I had a great set tonight about uh, lighting, <laughs> about about how distracting it is for someone to be setting up a commercial. <laughs> Literally while you're, while you're on stage, yeah. like right as you get on, they're like, "All right, let's because set then this I shit was up. like, "Then I was like, this light is terrible." And then the lighting guy came over, and then he was like, "Turn the light off," and I'm like, "Well, that's nice, but now I don't even have the light as a crutch anymore." <laughs> like so now i have to perform real get a lot of laughs yes. or else it wouldn't be the light it would be me right and then you turn the light back on like, good good now i can blame it on the light again no but i know that wasn't good because i kind of wanted to go with that so he did this lighting guy clearly didn't understand comedy that was one of i mean that's probably know, why he's a lighting guy exactly and he never, <laughs> he never would have turned the light on if he understood comedy like do you, yes, do you know um, of course not that's so distracting yeah right it's the worst do you know um, Todd Glass? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he, I love when he talks about kind of different aesthetics of comedy, like lighting and, and uh -huh. stuff like that. You know? Yeah. I haven't heard too much of him talking about that, but I've listened to him on a couple of podcasts and uh, listened to a couple of his specials after that. And I was like, he's, yeah, he he's talked a about very, it on one of his specials. He's he a did. very, like, very interesting perspective on things. Yeah. Like he was talking, he had this bit about flossing, like 
if you're flossing your teeth and you're throwing that, you're like flinging all over, it's like, by the end of your life, can you imagine how much of that shit is all over your house? And it's like, you think about this thing, you're like, that's such a little thing I would never think of, but the way he brought it up is like, oh, no, that's right, that's he has so like disgusting. A, he has like a little bit of OCD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But um, no, he literally actually went into one of his specials on like the lighting and production of the special, I think. Really? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, he's yeah. a goofball. Well, let's see. We've almost been doing this damn, for like 50 minutes now. The only thing minutes. we haven't yeah. talked about, I guess we could wrap it up on this. I mean, I wanted to ask your thoughts on the wall. What do you think about the oh, wall? Oh, yeah, I Since we talk haven't about talked about that, we'll end on the wall. So, yeah, yeah, no. So, like, here's what I would like to say about that is that um, do you remember when, uh, right, when uh, after Trump was inaugurated, they, like, leaked a couple of his phone calls? With the president of Mexico and the president of Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the in the call with the president of Mexico, he basically said, "You know this whole wall thing. I know it's not important. You know it's not important. You know this is like kind of a stupid thing, whatever that I said. But um, will you please pay for it, pretty please? Will you help me build one?" <laughs> and the Mexican president's like, um, "No, no, definitely no, not, bro. No, I'm not gonna do it." It's like, "God damn it." Mother, mother, son of a bitch, yeah, piece old. of shit, god damn it, you know, I yeah. need this, you piece of fucking garbage. Gotta make the base happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And my people fucking, you know, you're sending all these people. They're sending the worst. Um, but yeah, so he doesn't really believe in it, that's you why think he so? wanted... I feel like he, he maybe didn't believe in it at first, but now he's like, no, his he fucking just, hands are tied. He knows, yeah, well he knows he needs it for Ann Coulter, you know. Yeah, and she's really yeah. been, got her fucking finger on the pulse apparently people have been like listening she does, to her no, as, well she does understand but she understands she kind of the white nationalist sort of ethno-nationalist mindset yeah. pretty well i mean she is she is here's the thing is like um she's a pretty smart lady she's like yeah educated you know she's an educated she's a really she really is like a top level white supremacist like <laughs> the highest most um She's you know, a black belt, is what you're saying. Yeah, she's way better than like a Milo or like Richard Spencer or any of those guys. Yeah. She's like the academic level, take take him home to meet the parents, white supremacist. Yeah, yeah and it's like, pretty amazing. Yeah, and get away with it yeah. and not even really know, like in a guise almost. Like you yeah. can see it, but it's like, it's like, it's because, a, I mean, the thing is, it's like, you know, okay, so they say walls work. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, you know, you don't need to build the Great Wall of China. The reason they had the Great Wall of China back then was because they didn't have drones or satellites or anything. Or airplanes. Airplanes, nothing. Yeah. They do the. They had horses. Yeah. They didn't have cars. Yeah. Okay, so now if you're talking about someone who's crossing in the middle of the freaking wilderness, dude, with mm-hmm. all the surveillance technology we have, we would have. Um, probably for some of these locations, probably 24 hours to pick them up from when we spot them uh-huh. to when we might lose them, you know? Yeah. So we don't need a wall for that. I mean, that's just common sense. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you're not talking about common sense when you're talking about stuff like this. No. You know? I mean, it's not about common sense. It's about a wall. Exactly. <laughs> a wall feels so good because... We're so... Protect um, that border. We're so afraid, you know? Yeah, There's, we are. And I mean, I guess there is there is a nugget of truth in it. Like, you know, immigration does drive wages down a little bit in, mm-hmm. I kind of think, 
But it, if you look at the real research behind it, it's an extremely small amount and it's like offset. It's actually in the long term completely offset and a positive relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what um, I thought too. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. So, but, I mean, you're just, you're talking about a certain segment of people in a certain segment of the economy that see a slight decrease there. It, it is true. Yeah. But it's really small. It would be like maybe I it's think negligible. between one and three percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then just, I mean, ultimately, I work on the border right now. I work in Saint Isidro, you know. So it's like uh-huh. if there was, and that's the most the busiest, the busiest of all port of entry in the country. Yeah. You know? So if there was, if it was a bloodbath right now, I probably, probably would have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I always say. I'm like, I've been out yeah. here for five and years. Everyone almost. that thinks it's a bloodbath are in North Dakota and Minnesota and whatnot. You know? Kansas. Kansas, yeah, sometimes, yeah, Kansas, you know, Not all you, of them, yeah, they dabble. definitely, they like to dabble those, in it. Those guys that shot up the Indian dudes at the bar, oh, remember that? I do, I yeah. do remember that. That was about that was fun last times. Year. I think we brought that up. Yeah, it was the, wild. Last I, for, I forgot about that. That's, that that's always, that'll represent Kansas to me for until the next. Thing <laughs> until the next thing. You, know? <laughs> Listen, you guys got to get a new thing. Fuck. Like what? Tell me a thing we, so I can think of something. What should I think? I of when think we just elected a Democratic governor. Oh, yeah, because you had um, the... Because we had the crazy guy. Comeback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. That's thank good. You, that's a, thank yeah, you, Nice little Give pendulum a little shout swing. Out. Yeah. yeah. Pendulum. yeah. So, you know, we got a little bit of sense out there. We, yeah, yeah. We're not completely crazy. Yeah. Just like to dabble in crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it seems like you got a fair amount of white supremacy, but it's like, ultimately, <laughs> it's really hard not to be a white supremacist these days. That's what I was <laughs> It's really hard. It's yeah. really difficult. It's, it's pretty like hard right you now. Kinda, you kind of just stumble into white supremacy. You're like, you know, I mean, you know, it's like Thomas it's, Edison. I mean, I guess in a, in, a, in a weird way, it's also like how anybody can maybe end up in a gang. I don't know what the thing is. Maybe you just see that and you're like, that's what I identify with now. Like, yeah. to a certain extent. I don't know. But it's... It yeah, is a wild time. you fall, you fall into it. You know, yeah. it's like it's like a, a career. If you're like a misguided youth, yeah, yeah, you fall into a career, fall into white supremacy, maybe. It's not a good look, though. No, not a good look. Not a good uh, look. <laughs> I'm a Jew, so I can't. I'm not really invited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you true. Know? I'm like full Jew, so that's like definitely. I'm a, like a mark against me. Very Irish, so I think I'm good. I don't know what the rules. Irish are. is good. Irish used to be, <laughs> it used to be not good. But now it's alright, right? Back in Gangs of New York. Yeah. Nice, hell yeah. Well, because <laughs> because now we have more brown people. I think Jews Jew is almost good. It's getting close. Irish, <laughs> well, it's like Irish is good for sure. Irish is sure. good. Jew is almost good. If Trump didn't have the Jewish son-in-law. Yeah, yeah, that would be we would be more, way more worried. I think you're about, right. Yeah, I think it's you're like right. because <laughs> the real, because the real white supremacists are like, man, this guy is not really one of us. He gave his beautiful white lily of a daughter away to a dirty, dirty. disgusting. <laughs> Filthy scheming, and he really is a scheming Jew. God damn, this Jared. He knows how to scheme. He's a real schemer, dude. (laughs) I don't know, man. He's not. Yeah, I don't love him. I can't say I love the guy. He's not your favorite. uh... I can't say no. If I saw him at at Temple, I would. You'd have some words, maybe. I might heckle him. 
my heckle. Might even heckle. I, could, I can appreciate a good heckle, like yeah. a really good one that catches I would, you up. I would learn some kind of Jewish heckle or something because he believes in it. Some so, fucking salam yeah. or whatever. So whatever whatever's the Jewish did, version but... of like the when the Iraqis throw their shoe at you. you know? Yeah, that's a good one. Dude, throwing your shoe at someone is so good. Maybe I would just do that. I think I that's, feel like I think that's enough. That's a perfect way to do well, it. Well, I feel like these the Jews and the Arabs have like the common history. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's probably some Jews where you could throw your shoe at them and it would mean something. I think you're right. Yeah, so I I, that's right. probably what I would do. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. There it is, folks. All right. Well, Warren, thanks for coming by. Yeah, you have anything else you want to say? Or? Um, I just want to say... Leave the folks um, with before we get out of let's, here? Let's, let's bring some positive energy into the world. Let's everybody be positive. I'm not positive. Working on it, though, right? Not trying to be less cynical? Um, well, I honestly, I just, I believe, yeah, I believe in being grateful. I have a lot to be grateful for. There you go. I'm not a naturally positive person, but it's like, if you have things to be grateful for, then I would encourage that. Yeah. Encourage I, feeling that it's way. It's a great message. Yeah. I think be it's a grateful, good message. folks. It's uplifting, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, after all that talk, we'll hit them with a little gratefulness and then Yeah, we'll that's get good. Out of here. We're okay. We're doing all right. <laughs> all right. Well, you have a good night, folks. Say you want a revolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world. You tell me that it's evolution, well, you know, we all want to change the world. But when you talk about destruction, don't you know that you can count me out? Don't you know it's gonna be all right? All right? All right? You say you got a real solution. podcast is finito it's done we did it folks we out here i love that Uh, you know i'm just waiting for one of these days once the podcast blows up all these fucking just copyright infringement claims you know i'm playing the beatles kanye fucking just whatever i want because it's just uh no nobody cares right that's the thing when I'm not making any money off this, they're like, yeah, have fun. He's just doing his little silly thing. Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? But then, you know, now that I'm blowing up bands like the Beatles, you know, they're going to get famous off this Manchild podcast. And, you know, now, now I'm the bad guy. You know, now I got to pay these fees and get strikes against my account. Huh? Huh? I just want to do put, put together some fun little things and put some music in between. Is that too much to ask? <sighs> Anyways, I don't know where that came from. Uh, 
But yeah, that's all we have for you today, folks. Want to give a big shout out to Oren Rosenberg stopping by with his, you know, if you're watching the YouTube version, you probably see him looking in the corner occasionally. Uh, his girlfriend, Julia, also stopped by and was like a little fly on the wall while we were having our conversation. So that was kind of cool. But I want to say thank you to them for stopping by, hanging out, having a good time. Uh, always fun, as you know. And again, big thank you to you all. Thank you so much, you beautiful snowflakes, for listening to the podcast, sharing it, supporting it, uh, all that fun stuff. Seriously, couldn't do it without you. You're making it grow. So I appreciate you and just want to say much love. But yeah, again, the one thing to check out this week is go watch or listen to that podcast with Andrew Yang on the Joe Rogan Experience. It's, it's good stuff. You know, get informed. See if it's something you're interested in. I don't know. I just like hearing some new ideas and seeing a fresh perspective. So, you know, check it out. Check it out. Uh, yeah, so that's all I got for you. I'll hit you with the music from today's episode. It's uh, No Mercy in This Land by Ben Harper, uh, Revolution by The Beatles, and Rise Above by Black Flag. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, and until next week, you beautiful snowflakes, millennial man-child, out. Rise above, we're gonna rise above